0: Welcome to the Luxury Listing Specialist Podcast with Michael Lafito, where top luxury agents reveal their best practices, plus interviews with real estate industry influencers, thought leaders, and luxury marketing experts. You'll come away from each episode with new strategies and tactics to dominate high-end homes in any market. And now for the latest episode of Luxury Listing Specialist. Here's your host, luxury real estate expert, coach and trainer, Michael Lafido. Welcome back to another episode of Luxury Listing Specialist podcast. I'm your host, Michael Lafito. Really excited about today's episode. Um, before I introduce this week's, um, th- this week's guest, I just want to remind you, you can always go to iTunes or Stitcher to download previous episodes, or you can go to Luxury Listing Podcast. Again, this podcast was designed for you, the agent. We interview top agents from across the world, as well as influencers in the real estate community, and today's guest is no different. Um, Today, we're going to have Matt Wagner on the show. We have Matt Wagner on the show. Matt, say hello. 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 (laughs) <laughs> Matt is um, doing some amazing things with agents across the country uh, Matt is the founder of uh, radio and television experts and he uh, it's an area exclusive program I'll, I'll let Matt kind of describe that but uh, I'm really excited Matt does some great things with agents with branding and u- use of celebrity and f- for endorsements and um, he's got his finger on the pulse because he's got agents in various various marketplaces so um, Matt, why don't, why don't you tell the folks a little bit about you and your background and a little bit more about uh, the radio and television experts? Well, Mike, I'm a, I am
1: love talking to a fellow Chicagoan. Um, I
0: think we've exchanged uh,
1: Cubs stories and, and high yeah. fives, uh, especially yes. this, this last year. And, uh, you know, I grew up in Chicago, Oak Park to be specific. And, you know, I grew up loving radio and. Because when you grow up in Chicago, you know, I think it's even among the industry, it's being regarded as a hotbed for some of the best radio talent to ever been produced. You know, Steve Dong, Gary Meyer, Larry Lujak, um, Jonathan Brandmeyer, just crazy guys that just made radio entertaining. And so I just fell in love with radio from the time I was a kid and, you know, when I discovered real estate. I was actually working at at a radio station of all places in Oklahoma, and I, I was introduced to a guy, a little kid named Jay Kinder. He was about 22 years old, and I knew that there was a place for real estate on radio, but it wasn't pushing houses. What it really was, and I, when I came to him, because he was already successful, he was always, already selling about 100 homes a year, and, and I just said, Jay, how are you how can we articulate how to make people money? Because if I can show how you make people more money as a realtor, there's got to be a difference. And, and he said, oh, there definitely is. And the more we define that, the more it would attract sellers, not necessarily buyers. And what I discovered from working with Jay and a lot of other top agents is that you could try to promote a listing on, on TV or radio, but buyers generally – are going to look at yard signs they're going to look at on the internet they're much there's not as much urgency now that said when we've been able to create urgency uh, for properties that has worked in very small select cases I can be specific on that you know later as we talk but for the most part there is an urgency about selling and the fact is that listings and getting high-end listings is very doable uh, through radio and TV And the more we discovered that, the more we really made that our focus. And so what started with radio eventually evolved into TV and now is going into digital media and a lot of other retargeting ads and other things along that marketing side that um, is just a great way to attract smart sellers and, and to be attracted to them. So what started in one market has now expanded into 200 markets. Not every agent we work with is someone you could define as a luxury agent, but, but several are several. I know like I think of the Gelmans in St. Louis where they sell more homes over 400,000 than anyone else in the market or other cities like, you know, Columbus, Ohio with Sandy rains where, you know, she doesn't look at anything less than half a million. You know, there's a lot of other, and and I could go on and on, but those are just some examples of people that I've worked with over the years that really specifically just want, Higher end properties, and so I've learned a lot of little lessons from them, and hopefully I can share you know, some of that with with the, some of your listeners today.
0: No, thank you. Um, I, I know you're a wealth of knowledge, and thanks for giving us the history. uh... Jay's, uh... Jay Kinder is a great guy. He was he was actually uh, in Chicago about a month ago, um, and I sat sat through his uh, you know his presentation. I want to support him any way I can. They're doing some great things. So uh, so yeah, so. So tell 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 us a little bit about um, I guess I, I know it's an area exclusive program. Uh, it's it's not for probably ninety eight percent of agents for sure. It's very exclusive because you know you have to be a top producer. You have to be able to invest in yourself. It's not cheap. Um, but tell tell me a little bit about I guess the philosophy and. On, on, um, you know, how radio and television experts, you know, h- helps with the branding, the validation, the, um, I guess, helping an agent become that leading authority in their marketplace through um, through association and and endorsements from you know the Barbara Corcorans or Sean Hannitys, because um, you've had t- tell who who are some of the I guess celebrities that have endorsed um, some you know some of your agents. And I, I mentioned um, Sean Hannity and Barbara Corcoran at one point. I think he had Glenn Beck um, and and who, who else am I missing here? No, you, you've you've had quite
1: a few. I mean, we've worked with. Virtually everybody on a local level uh, and on a national level that's significant uh, in, in the radio and TV uh, space for real estate or just in radio in general the the reason I say it's exclusive is because these these celebrities you could say like for example Sean or Glenn or, or, or Barbara they don't want to put their stamp on multiple agents in a marketplace and they've trusted us to that the right agent for the right market and and part of the reason that we went with that philosophy for one is believability the fact that people people can only choose one agent to sell their home they can't choose multiple agents Mm -hmm. so that's one reason but the other reason is that we just find that the level of service we can provide for one person in a market in any given place there's usually one or two or three really good options and once those one, two, or three top options have been utilized, what's left over, I, some some have claimed, some have termed it sloppy seconds, you know, where they're just not as effective. The drop-off is significant. And so when you try, you can't really scale this, like you can't get two barbers in a market. You can't get two Sean's in a market. And, you know, so for that reason, we've, we're very careful. And the other factor is for being able to utilize it in the right way. You know, somebody, for us to be able to say that, we've got to go back to Barbara. We've got to justify our choice as to who we're bringing to her. And sometimes it's a matter of timing. You know, for example, we might be working with an agent that may be, a, say, a, say, a $50 to $100 million producer. Then we happen to meet a $200 million producer. Well, to go back and fire an agent, mid-contract wouldn't be ethical. Wouldn't hurt my re- it would hurt my reputation. And, you know, I've got more scruples than that. So right. it is timing in some cases. But what does it mean in terms of the, the endorsement? Well, the impact of it is when someone like a Barbara Corcoran, who people respect from Shark Tank, they respect her as building the number one brokerage in New York City. When she puts her stamp on someone, and says, this is the one agent that I would have chosen if I was the Corcoran group still that I feel meets my standard. Well, she's obviously very careful on what she puts her name on because she's right. not going to put her name on an agent that just got started or who's sloppy or who's got a bad you know, rating because it hurts her reputation. So she trusts that we're vetting those people, but she does, she does her homework too. She asks some questions when she meets them when we film in New York. Um, she asks, she does check them out online from time to time because she's asked me about a few of them. And, you know, she's very careful as well, so we're careful with what we recommend. Mm-hmm. And the same thing, Sean respects that too. In fact, there's been times when people, you know, have wanted to get in. They've actually offered Sean more money than what we were offering or what we get him for because we get him at a significantly discounted price. And they asked me, I said, that agent's got a bad reputation in the market, and they said, don't worry about it. It's not worth the money. I mean, when you got a guy that's worth fifty, sixty million, 60 million, you know, what's a few thousand a month to him? Right. It, it's, it's not the price of a reputation. So, right. But in terms of attracting the right kind of people, what impact does it have? I mean, I could go down the list of one agent after another that we've had that have consistently reported attracting that higher end seller that says, well, if Barbara trusts you, I trust you.
0: Yeah, and, 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 and that's kind of where, you know, the point I really want to make for, you know, today's podcast is, you know, the use of celebrity. Um, again, not everybody on, on today's podcast, you know, the, you, the markets that you service, you know, might not be available or it might not be the right fit. But, but what can agents listening to this podcast say, what can they take away? The big takeaway is celebrities? Celebrity sells. I mean, let's face it. Um, you know, I do a training and I'm speaking. You know, I, you know. Let's just say I'm at a End, I would say, hey, listen. You know, if 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 the two conference rooms across across from this room, one had you know all the Nobel Peace Prize winners and they're giving away you know photos and and, and autographs, and in the room next to it, you know, had Kim Kardashian giving away autographs. We know which room would have a line out the door. I mean, it's a celebrity, right? And it's funny because all the actors they want to be with the athletes, you know. The athletes want to hang out with the musicians, and the high net worth individuals. Well, they want to hang out with them all. And so, like if, if the the concept and why, big reason I wanted to have you on today is is maybe like I said, maybe people can't afford you know to hire you, or your, the market's not available, or but but if they have an opportunity to. You know, get photos when they're at a ball game with an athlete or a celebrity, or if they service, they sell a home to an athlete or a celebrity, and that person becomes a raving fan and might allow a photo with them or give some kind of um, testimonial or endorsement, and and they have authorization to use it. What will that do for their business? So maybe they don't have Barbara Corcoran or Sean Hannity, but you know maybe they have Chris Chelios, you know, in Chicago, or Eddie Vedder if they're out west, or you know whoever it might be. And and so that's kind of what I want to get across in today's podcast is the use of celebrity and how you can leverage it to help brand yourself and differentiate yourself from the competition.
1: Well, I think part of it is that. People love stories, right? I mean, from the time we're kids to the time we grow up, we love hearing stories. So, just having a celebrity is one thing. But I think part of the reason that Barbara resonates so well, and even Sean, even in the message that we use, or Glenn, is that I share their experience with real estate. So, for example, what works for Glenn doesn't necessarily work for Sean, doesn't necessarily work for Barbara. In Barbara's case, why does she resonate with people? Because she built the number one brokerage in New York City. So she knows from the, from the status of the right agent to sell a high-end property, she knows how to pick them because she picked the best, correct? Mm-hmm. So for example, with Glenn Beck, Glenn went through three agents in Connecticut until his home finally sold. So when we started working with him, and actually we helped him launch a national network Of realtors that that he also does on the side along with working with our agents because he thought the concept was so good. Well, what was his story? His story was he didn't want his listeners to go through the same pain that he went through of having to go through three realtors to sell his high-end home. So that was what what was his story. Well, with Sean, uh, his example was he's an investor, so he loves investing in real estate, so he's dealt with the good, the bad, and the ugly. So he wants to advise his listeners, you need the right agent that truly knows how to evaluate a property and market it. Um, So each one of them have their own unique story. Well, how does that, what if you can't get of those three, find the best stories among credible people that can be related. Get them on video, get them on audio. It might be, for example, you might work with the CEO of Whole Foods. Well, if you helped him sell his home, Whole Foods may be, uh, you may say, well, that's the food, that's the product food. Well, if he says, you know, I interview hundreds of top-level executives, or marketing is very important to me because, you know, I'm I'm, I'm marketing a billion-dollar brand, so when I choose an agent, I want to see an agent that's got a billion-dollar marketing mindset, someone who understands how to promote this product of a high caliber. And the agent that I found was Mike Lafito, and he <laughs> he right, helped right. he uh, operated a whole different level in other words picture yourself on the other side what would I want to read about from this other person that you know sold their million-dollar home why were they impressed with your marketing plan why were you so different than everybody else and then be able to be, and then that type of story and then the results right It's proof of concept. You know, they talked a great game, but all of their different resources sold my home in record time above my asking price. Mm -hmm. You get enough of those stories together, and, you know, now that's proof of concept. I mean, and I think that's so important now because people are doing their homework more than ever, and especially on the luxury side. I know Roman Pavlik, an agent in Miami. It took him three months to get Glenn finally producing on radio, and he was, part, he was using a lot of high-end luxury stories of international buyers that were buying. Well, what finally clicked, he's, you know, when he finally started getting results, I asked, what do you think made the difference? He goes, you know what, Matt? He goes, people were jumping online and doing their homework and, and actually contacting some of the sellers on my website just to validate that I was the real deal. And I think that's a missing element that most people don't take into consideration that online buyer, online sellers are really doing their homework more than ever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I would, I would agree. I mean, people aren't just going to Google you. I mean, they're going to dive deep. They're going to check you out on social media. You know, they're going to do their research and, and, and this gentleman in Miami's case, they'll, they'll call some of your sellers and be like, Hey, you know, so I, I I use the Robert De Niro in in the Meet the, Meet the Parents um, movie. You know, the circle of trust. <laughs> um, it's the circle of trust for the high net worth individual, for the luxury client. It, it's real, and it's very difficult to get into that circle of trust because they're going to do their due diligence, and their staff is, and their time is very valuable. And and so, you know, how how are you branded? Does your does your message match you know, how your your branding, is it consistent? How do you look? Are your your endorsements, uh, your references? I mean, all things, you have to have your ducks in a row. I like
1: to use this analogy, too. You know, if you walk into a um, five-star steakhouse or an Italian restaurant and you look on the wall and you see all these autographed pictures of celebrities, mm-hmm. before you ever pick up the menu, what are you thinking? Man, this place must be great. Right, and, right. You know, we we actually have a Portillo's. out here. It's a hot dog place, right? Oh, in, yeah, in in Chicago. Right, right, right. And you walk in there. There's a John Goodman's autograph picture, you know, or uh, Harry Carey's picture. Yep. Before you ever have the dog, you're thinking this must be really good. Yeah. And you know, and when you do your homework for people by providing specific examples and not just generic. You know, um, Mike was great. He gave right. me great service and blah, blah. Well, I remember one time an agent gave a nice quote. She said, we have the whiteout rule when we gather testimonials. If you can white out our name and put the name of any other agent in in the quote, it's a bad quote. Don't use it. Yeah. And, I, you know, there's a lot to be said for that.
0: hmm yeah, no, that's so. So you know, bringing back to the point, the, the, the you know, the endorsements, celebrities, um, you know, you know, not just a photo or anything, but but if you can get some kind of story, the story behind it, uh, be, behind the relationship, how you help them, you know, at the at the at the very you know surface level you know photos but then if you can get some kind of endorsement and how you help them and and I I love getting video because you can multi-purpose video from transcribing it to you know using the print portion of it to you know the audio portion or using the video
1: Absolutely I mean that's the thing is it's it's all about stories right I mean why is why do movies blockbuster movies use trailers you know, why does music video, why do music artists, you know, musical artists use videos, videos, paint a picture, they tell a story. And I can tell you even just from using Barbara, for instance, when we go in and we we do movie theaters as well, you know, and most, and I think the people that have really seen a lot of high end listings are, you know, people in smaller communities where they're used to seeing cheesy ads on TV or in the movie theater. And then here comes this beautifully lit classy, you know, scene with Barbara Corcoran walking out with the agent from the local market. People think that she's either been to the city, or they're like, "How did you make that happen?" It just looks so elegant, and it and it makes an impression. We run it during the Super Bowl, and we've been right up against, you know, high, you know, produced ads from other big names like Budweiser, Tostitos, or other advertisers, and it holds its own, and just that image alone comes off as classy and as somebody that you'd want to do business with.
0: Yeah. Well, that, that, you know, branding works. I mean, there's no doubt about it. So, you know, it's an overall presentation, both online, offline, from your bio to, you know, your website to your social media presence. Um, I, I can't tell you enough how, you know, I have agents you know, reach out to us. They're interested in our certification, our training, whatever it might be. And you know, I do my due diligence on them too to see if it would be a good fit. And um, I'm amazed on how many agents, just on the simple little things I just described, Matt, how you know they don't have their stuff together.
1: Well, it's just you know, it is. You you
0: have to treat real estate like a business. And
1: there's people that treat that are business minded. That treat real estate as a business, and then there 's some that just you know it 's a hobby right, and so what you 've got to figure out is where do you want to be yeah
0: yeah no you 're absolutely right uh, don 't think like a real estate agent, think like a marketer is my you know one of my sayings I say all the time um, not in the real estate business you 're in the business of marketing your real estate business is another one absolutely so. What are you seeing out there, trending-wise? Um, I mean, obviously, you, you have clients, you know, in, in most major marketplaces. Um, do, you, do you have some kind of insight on the luxury space? Um, you know, generally speaking, I, I know, you know, the, the, you know, perhaps the the L.A. market or the San Diego market might be different than Chicago, but generally speaking, you know, what are you seeing on the luxury space? Is it you know, is um, is it stagnant? Like the high end stuff isn't moving. I always like getting uh, guest insight on what they're seeing trends or what what they're seeing in the luxury space. Well,
1: what I what I see, I guess, within our agents is that whereas you have some that do target um, higher end, they also want to diversify and accept those three hundred, five hundred, six hundred thousand dollar homes. In their words, we actually like those because they can turn and burn pretty quickly. At times if you're only carrying three to five high end properties, you may be waiting what seems like an eternity for them to sell. And some can take longer. So I think the trend, if anything, that I would see is people being willing to I don't say lower their standard, but you know, being able to accept, you know, what may seem like a lower price point to be able to help move it so they can keep their cash flow steady so they don't have to feel the pressure of waiting for a, a, a three to four million dollar property to close.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I look at, I mean, I, I recommend for agents to look at your real estate portfolio, no different than, you know, your financial advisor at Northern Trust or whoever it might be. It's diversification. So you know you need to know your numbers, so in your you know in any given market, I define luxury as three times whatever the average sale price is for any given market, so you know for Rochester New York, average sale price is two hundred well then I define luxury as six hundred and above but <coughs> what i what I recommend to to agents is diversify your portfolio. You know you can't be all things to all people. But on the same token, you know if the luxury homes aren't selling, then that's all you focus on. You know, and you have some opportunities for some lower end homes. You know, get that cash flow going. Keep. You know, many times I have agents that are the exact opposite. They do the lower end mat, and they're intrigued by luxury, and they want to, you know, quit their day job so to speak, and just focus on the luxury. And it takes time, but you know don't when you make that transition over to more high end and luxury than than the other you know keep you know keep the portfolio um you know diverse still i'd agree um, any uh, any last second thoughts on um you know some bullet points or aha's that maybe aren't necessary um not in line with the, you know the radio and television experts or you know celebrities, but just something else that you 're seeing that 's really working today,
1: well, I know that just from dealing with agents that are just remember website web traffic i mean can 't be understated. you have to think like a seller thinks, and I know one thing Barbara said in one of her conference calls very interesting, and I think this practice you could do this every three to six months, and you'd never go wrong, is having focus groups. In other words, having get some of your sellers, invite them out to a a classy restaurant, and just ask them, how do you look at homes? Or what would you choose? What's important to you if you'd look at a luxury agent? Just be able to have someone who's smart define that. Look at how much Facebook has changed the way we do things now. Look at how much the way to redirect advertising has changed the way we look at things. Or even, you know, the fact that now 70% of people use their phone when they watch TV. You know, so is your website compatible for a phone? You know, what do people see when they go to your site? Um, you know, we actually met with some of the top consultants in radio um, that consult to the top four groups in the country and when I asked them, you know, what is the biggest misconception or the difference between success and failure on radio? The number one thing they said was inconsistent messages on radio with what is on the website. In other words, the call to action isn't listed on the website. You go, you Google, and I'm not talking about the one you specifically try to earmark for it. But when people Google search you, what do they see? Can they easily find you? And is it the the website at the top of Google? When they go there, what are they seeing? Play consumer. And if you play consumer and do that, you you might be amazed at what you come across. It may be a little embarrassing, but you know what? That You have to think like today's consumer thinks. So take your phone and play, you know, search it, find yourself. And you know what? It, if the good news is, just by making a few changes, you'll be light years ahead of most agents in your marketplace.
0: Yeah, fresh eyes analysis, being you know, being open to you know constructive criticism or having you know an audit of of your brand is is very important. So great advice. I'll tell you, since since we started doing digital audits,
1: <laughs> I, I I hired a, an IT specialist for that. Yeah. Every single client. And I thought even people that had good websites were grateful. There is such an, a need for that right now because nobody does it. Mm-hmm. So if you have a digital audit, I mean, whether it's us or not, I mean, that to me, especially with the high-end properties, that's just smart business.
0: Yeah, no, it is smart business, um, and that's tough. I mean, you know, I, I coached high school and in, in college football, and we used to say, you know, if we play a game on a Friday – we say, hey, the film don't lie. We'll find out Saturday when we we review films. And and where I'm going with that is, as an athlete, you know, it was difficult when the coaches, you know, const- you know, give constructive criticism and, and try to improve you. It's no different for adults or agents. But listen, if iron sharpens iron, if you want to get better as an agent, you, you know, you have to. You know, get those audits and figure out what you can do to optimize your website and and your listing presentation and your listing packets and, you know, the way you articulate your unique selling proposition, role-playing. I can't can't stress that enough as well, overcoming objections and role-playing and being comfortable in your answers, and and, and it doesn't sound like a rehearsed response is, is what most agents, unfortunately, they don't even practice that. So Matt, what what would be a great way for somebody to get a hold of you? If somebody is interested perhaps in, in the you know, your company radio and television experts and they're not sure if a marketplace is open, um what what's the best way for somebody to get a hold of you?
1: Uh, the best way, check out our website. Uh it's four words, all spelled out radio and television experts dot com. Plenty of videos, plenty of testimonial videos, as I've been talking about. Um, on there, a lot of information. Just check it out. Do the homework. Uh, feel free to contact any of the agents that are on there because they're all active clients. I don't use material from 10 years ago or people from years ago, but they're all current. Um, we've had some that we've been working with for 10, 12, 14 years on there that are still growing, still having success, But but even if... The market made the options. I like to say the options aren't there right now. I mean, look at four years ago, we weren't working with Barbara Corcoran. Now, you know, four years later, we are. Things change. I mean, and being able to have that person in, in the in the database means that, that if sometimes people go different paths, that we look for other smart people that we may have talked to in the past. So, being able to be on that waiting list um, certainly there's no. Um, no shame in that and we're keeping an eye open on those as well so you know we would we would love we all we're always looking for smart business people that happen to have discovered real estate
0: Well, right so radio and television matt wagner again thank you for your time today it's very valuable some great insight matt well mike
1: thank you And, and hey go cubbies
0: right Hey, go cubs go. Hundred and eight years. Let's, I th- you know, right now I think they're twelve above five hundred, so um, you know, by the time this comes out it'll be in October. Hopefully they're they're playing in the, the, the first or second round of the playoffs. But uh, thank, thank you for your time. So um, folks, this is Michael Lafito. You're listening to another episode of the Luxury Listing Specialist podcast. If you have any questions, perhaps you'd like to nominate somebody to be a guest, uh, feel free to shoot us an email, michael at com. michael at com. If you have any questions or perhaps you're trying to land a, a, a big listing or secure a, a property and you need some help, uh, feel free to reach out to us. Or if you want to just sh- check out our certification, go to luxurylistingspecials.com. My name is Michael Lafito. Remember, it's not the market it's the marketing. Take care. Hey there, it's Michael Lafito. Thanks again for listening to our podcast. If you are interested in signing up for our Luxury Listing Specialist certification, or if you want additional information on how you can dominate selling higher-end homes in your marketplace, make sure you go to LuxuryListingSpecialist.com.